Hello everybody and welcome to episode 57 of the Pod of War Games cast. I'm your host, EOF Gizmo, joined this week by Mr. Chris Pengelly. Hello everyone. And, of course, Mr. Xbox Game Award nominee of the year, Craig Warren. Hello. Craig's not a future class, I, I heard. Craig is over 30, so I don't believe he qualifies any longer. So, next time, let's... Before we talk Don't about my present class, is that class <laughs> yeah. class? Plastic class, yeah. You're in the veteran category. I always God. class myself as a masters footballer if I'm ever asked. So, but anyway, yeah. Before we talk about stuff. the the Keelys, let's talk about what we've been playing and buying this week. Let's start, of course, with everyone's favourite goon, Mr. Chris Pengelly. Tell us what you've been up to. Uh, well, I've only really sort of uh, been playing uh, one game. Uh, which is one of my pickups, but I will talk of my other pickups first. Which originally was only the two games, but then today I accidentally might have bought a bunch of games. Bear in mind, there was like five last week as well. Oh yeah, so um, I don't know if you've seen these games on Twitter, Craig, but I will no. cut the story short. He ain't playing any of them. Oh, I'm waiting for a treat, right? Okay. Yeah. So, um, out of the original. Two, which I thought was only going to be two today, and I haven't played is Tactics Ogre Reborn, which I picked up on Switch. Oh, I ain't getting played. Which goes. How much was I get the coat clear ready, Dave? How much was that one? I I managed because obviously I had all those points on Simply Games, so I paid thirty quid for it. Thirty pound well spent, Pengy. Obviously, before you say any more, we we're going to have to put in in Act Day no more buying games thing for you, Pengy, because obviously we've got a Secret Santa to do. <laughs> If you buy every yeah. fucking game, there's nothing we can do, is there? So, anyway, yeah, carry on. Yeah. 30 quid for a game you won't play. What was next? Well, I will play at some point, but it goes you to won't. It's, it's 600 JRPGs that you've bought in the last And you have said the phrase, I will play at some point about. We can, we yeah. can probably do a supercut that's probably about 30 minutes long, Chris. Just They're year. all published by Square. That might be the, that might be the New Year's Day video. It's Square. the supercut of Pengi saying, I'll get to it at some point. <laughs> right, and then today I, um, I picked up a five games what was the other game you bought i believe it's obviously the game you're going to talk about you might as well just say it just so you know um that's god of war ragnarok on oh, yeah. ps4 ps4 but yes what are the other yeah. games you bought pengi um yeah so uh just dance 2015 for wii u obviously goes without saying what i mean how so what was the thought process here chris <laughs> it was two quid dear lord so that's that 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 that's why, and it goes yeah, into the weed. A couple of bar of chocolates for that now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. She's it's in a cost of living crisis, but you said, okay. <laughs> uh, I also picked up. Just probably... dance, though, Chris. What's your history with the franchise? Specific, particularly 2015 was a good year, Chris. What Taylor Swift came out then? Uh, no, well, apparently it's got Arne Anna Grande on it. Uh, with is that um, a good thing? Uh, with Break Free. Is that um, a musician, is, uh, Chris? I'm not. I'm not familiar with that. It's got One Direction on it. Oh, uh, you know all your favourites. Didn't realise you were a 15 year old girl. But carry on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Just Dance 2015. I picked that up for my uh, Wii U. Going in the Wii U collection. Okay. Um, sticking to the Wii U, I also picked up Skylanders Swap Force. Uh, which came with its disc of power, but I have no actual Skylanders. The disc of it. power? Yeah. yeah. Why didn't you mention that before? Yeah. It's not even boxed. So, You've let yourself down. It's not. No, it's w- not What's boxed. a disc of power, Chris? I'm, I'm expecting something exciting right now. So it's the disc where you put the Skylanders it's on. It's like the NFT covers. platform that you put yeah. the toys on. Oh, I was yeah. expecting more than that. No. Yeah. Yeah, so I picked up Skylanders Swap Force. 
So how much that was that? Four, that was four pound. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Thirty six pounds so far. Not, in, yeah, not and including then, God of War, because I imagine God of War was at least fifty. Or was it forty five? Forty seven. I think it was. Okay, we well, can round that down if you want, Craig. I don't mind. You do what you want. <laughs> yeah. Um. Then I got also for the 3DS Ridge Racer 3D. No, oh, sorry, you didn't say that right. What game did you buy? Ridge Racer. You, you remember that one, don't you? Dave? I do remember that one. Yeah. So I got that for the 3DS. Not one of the better versions of Ridge Racer. I'll be honest. It's still a fun game, but it's not not one of the better ones. And you are renowned for playing the handheld, so it's a solid purchase. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, solid wow. purchase. Kitty's got claws over there. <laughs> <laughs> How much is that one, thank you? A fiver. Okay. Yeah. And then also for the 3DS, Tenkai Knight's Brave Battle. I, I, to be honest, I've never even seen this game but, um, before, so... It's a ring of like, endorsement. Oh, it's a random 3DS game, so... And that, how much was that one? That was five pounds as well. That's just this is money well spent, isn't it? Oh, you you don't want the last one, uh, Craig? <laughs> oh, no. I think he does. <laughs> um, I might have a Vita game. Oh um, uh, yeah, that was a uh, brand new sealed. Okay. Um, that's a visual uh, novel. Was actually a Tomy uh, game, but um, if you want to be even more specific, I have no Craig, idea what you've just Craig said. Craig wanted you to be specific, so yeah. Wow, isn't yeah? So it's an, a, a, a brand Let's new deal. The Tomy official uh, Colic and Cross Malice. And now let give Did us the do... price, Pingy. Fifty quid. Fifty quid, <laughs> Pingy. <laughs> oh, that was more than God of War. Think about that. 50 quid for a visual novel that you will never play. Well, you're going to leave it sealed, aren't you? So you're never going to play uh, it. No, leave it sealed. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, the, yeah. Um, CX, it's uh, 60 uh, used. And the cheapest one on eBay at the moment, again, used is 55. So. Love that. So it's, you know. Don't know how much I would get for it. They had other Vita games, but ones I had, and then they had Muff Love and Muff Love at all. Alternate, but they were both American copies. Have so they got like, nah. a sealed version of Hugh? They do not. They do not have a sealed no. version of Hugh, and I do not own a sealed version of Hugh. Well, if you can I start spending your money on version. everything else, then you could <laughs> send me a, send me a DM, and I'll let you know. Yeah, four hundred quid. Sign for you if you want, Pinky. Uh, oh, that'd be great. <laughs> so, how much did was Chris's uh, damage then? I lost count. It's, it's what? It's a hundred and seventy-ish, I'd say. And they say that cost of living's gone up. Not for Pengi, hasn't. <laughs> so Pengi, but... obviously you've all of that crap. You 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 love it, whatever. Talk to us about yeah. God of War because that's what you've been playing. Uh, yeah, I've been playing. Spoiler God of War. free, am... obviously, please. I am fourteen hours into the wow. game. I am. Well, I've only actually got my third trophy for like the like story uh, trophies because I've been doing some of the uh, side quests and activity, getting some new armor for Kratos and Atreus and stuff like that. Um, it's all that's all good. Um, opening I... is pretty fantastic in in it. Um, what were you gonna say, Dave? I've only got so I don't want you to talk about it too much yet for obvious reasons. Yeah. I've got because we're gonna talk about it quite a bit later, I think. But so there's a mm. couple of questions I've got. Question number one. From your 14 hours, is it better than the 14 hours of 2018? Yes and no? Most probably not, no. No? Okay, fair enough. Really? Um, and yeah. second question, 
obviously you're quaking in your little boots at the moment. Are you going to go for the platinum? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to do, uh, go for the platinum. Hence why I've done every side quest that mm. I can. E I've done so far. I've even activated like side quests that I didn't know was side quests, like just wandering around the um, like the map, and it's like, oh, went to so and so, and um, up uh, ahead, Mimir is like, oh, so and so, and it's like, okay, cool. This is going to activate your side quest if we do um, this thing, not one that you're even given from um, other characters in the game. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna try. It might be things like um, get all the ravens, which the first There's one has. There's a lot has, less like, in if, the second one, I'm told. If yeah, <laughs> if like oh, I've missed a raven, which I know I have because I haven't got certain items. You know, a bit like a Zelda or something. You need that. So you know, certain items to go back and like I oh, um. So that could be a thing if I get to the end and I've got 30 of them, like trying to work out which ones I'm missing and not missing. That could be a little bit uh, annoying. Um, but apart from that, yeah, I'm going to try to go for the Platinum. What, um, what do you think makes it worse than the first one? It's just really sort of more of the same. And obviously the first one was new and different. It was more impactful. You know? really it was funny? a big yeah, step on it, yeah. Yeah, going from what God of War was, uh, well, like God of War 3 and like, Go from that more hack and slash uh, character driven things that was more narrative driven third person uh, you know adventure uh, game and it's like yeah it's a great game but it's like it's not like you said Dave has uh, said it's not impactful as the second it's um, a time round. it feels like a sequel yeah. yeah. Do you think that's a problem that Sony has at the moment? I don't know, I'm going off topic I know already but like, I think that's something they seem to be doing a lot of at the moment I think they do, I think that's a big problem mm. at the minute not... They could almost do with like that next wave, kind of like they yeah. had when uh, they God of War and Horizon came out. So, so yeah, like mm. I could, I could also like obviously twenty twenty next year is supposed to be like Spider Man two, like maybe it's going to have co ops. Obviously, the trailer had Spider Man and you know Miles Spider Man in it, but I could see that also being the thing. Yeah, it's Spider Man, it's great, but it's more more of the same Horizon. Yeah, I, th I think they need Wolverine to be different. And be yeah. big hit. I think they need, they need one more IP. And I know there is studios working on IP. Um, and I think it's probably mm. a conversation we will have at some point. I mean, the next week's episode is probably going to be this, uh, the the delayed episode that we were going to have this week. So we'll probably talk about that more then. But yes, God of War. So that what you mm. played, Peggy? Just been God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, I've just played like the fourteen hours of uh, that. It's very uh... good. Very good. The PS4. How's it coping? Is it is it exploding? It, yet? It's, it's not too <laughs> bad. Um, the pros not bad. It's got like a little bit of a like sort of hum, but it's not as bad as like the videos you've like yeah, seen I mean, in my, that. Like we we you've talked on this podcast many times about my uh, my infamous um, PS4. Yeah, it was pretty horrendous, but yeah, bless you. Yeah, I guess because it's such a, like the newest like you could get in the pro. I guess like better fans and whatever. The only real thing like I joked uh, last week like I could play God of War at 1080p 60 even on uh, my pro. Um, the 60 frames mode, the sort of thing is uncapped, so I'm sticking to the 30 frames um, thing, which is like 1652p. It's a weird number at 30 frames a second, and I would have said if you said me like a year ago, I would have noticed like the difference of being in 1360. Most probably not. But playing a bit of Plague Tale and playing the God of War and like I said about Bayonetta last week, even though that's 
trying to hit 60 frames a second but it's all over the place it is really noticeable i've like got used to it now but the first like couple of hours of god of war i'm like oh no i uh, it's like oh no this 30 frames is is not great well i think it'll probably be the last big ps4 title for you right i'd imagine uh maybe the next announced one is final fantasy you're gonna buy a ps5 of final fantasy aren't you well, yeah, well, 16 is PS5. Yeah, I mean. and... like that will um, remake part three. Part two. Yeah. Yeah, part uh, two. Sorry. Crisis Core yeah, throw me. Throw me. Yeah, you're thinking of Price. <laughs> That's part zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're thinking of Rebirth, aren't you? Yeah, it's because they did remake and then they did remake again, didn't they? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um... yeah, but like 16 is in the summer, so which is PS5, so um, most read that, but yeah. Yeah, okay. so. You don't sound uh, you don't sound particularly endured with the, the old PlayStation. I'll be honest, Pengi. As in, what you know, you don't sound chomping at the bit. What to get a PS Five? Yeah. What well, again? Because I've had this sort of like conversation, Dave, off, uh, off topic. Like PlayStation's had a great sort of. We might even get uh, this with the nominees. They've had actually a great year this year if you look on their games on paper, but all being playable on PS Four. Looking at next year. Final Fantasy 16 is pretty much it because I would think Rebirth, even though they're saying winter next year, as in Crisis Core winter this year, I can see that being like a March 2024 game. So the sort of two games I roughly know a date for are like summer next year and like the year after, most probably. And, and, and Spider-Man 2 will absolutely be on PS4. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. They're set PS5 the, only. It's the biggest budget, isn't it? I'll be surprised. Well, again, we'll talk about that. I think we'll talk about that because we're going to do a PS5 versus Series S and X two years on chat, which mm. will probably be next week. But okay, well, we'll, we'll move on for now, Pengi. We'll move on to... Yeah. Ooh, what should we do first? Let's do Craigo first. I think Craig's going to be doing quite a lot of talking later. So, Craigo, what have you bought? What have you played this week? Uh, so, all I've played is more at Plague Tale. I'm now, uh, just before we started, I got up to chapter nine. So I'm now at the start of chapter nine. Uh, I'm now, I'm on an island, boys. This point I'm on an island. We're all on islands, um, Craig. <laughs> um, still loving it. Uh, I actually think the story's better on uh, this one than it was in the first one. Um, I, I know when Chris started playing it, he said about how it could go a bit too supernatural too soon. Uh, I would say it's so far not done that. Uh, which is good because uh, the, the first one at the end went proper like rock and roll like it went, it went out there you know mm-hmm. um, <laughs> right at the end um, and I'm glad that this one is kind of showing some restraint and not gone straight to that um, so I think it's probably a better game for, for, for trying to stay away from it for as long as it can um, still looks amazing um, still is running fairly well um, so yeah I mean I'm, I don't know how many chapters are in it Um 17. There you go. I think it's fairly lengthy, so I'm yeah, just, just over halfway. So, um, But yeah, very good so far. I do think, I haven't looked at the stats, but I, I'm guessing this is not um, an easy completion or a doable completion like the first one was. I think See, it's because it's got a lot of different collectibles and stuff, hasn't it? Yeah, I don't know if there's some like specific levelly ones you've got to do. I know it does have chapter select, so that might make it a little bit easier. Um, but the only... Uh, achievements i've got so far is basically complete chapter one complete chapter two i haven't got anything 
extra yet. Uh, I mean, I've not been following any guides or anything or any missable achievement guides just because I wanted to be as blind as possible. And I know it's got chapter slept, so it might be doable. Um, but the first one was quite easy. I feel it's probably going to be a little more difficult. Lovely. Is that what you've been playing, Craig? Well, I presume yeah, that's it for me. No, God, no, don't be silly. It's the wrong time of year for Craig to purchase yeah. games. Lovely. Well, we'll move on to me then. I've purchased just the one game. I've actually been on minus games. I've sold quite a lot of games this month. But um, in terms of games bought, I have bought for £12 sterling, Craig, a game yep. that came out this year. And I bought it brand new on PS5, and that was Saint Row. Wow. Because I said if it got to a point, and I would buy it. It got to the point I'm going to buy it. There's a big patch in November. We'll see if it's as bad by the time I get to it as it is regarded at launch. But yeah, I mean, I couldn't turn a game like that down for 12 quid. But that's the only thing I've bought. Um, So we'll see. Obviously, we'll, we'll talk about it later because we're talking about games of the year. So we'll, we'll bring that up later. Um. In terms of play, let's start on Xbox. So on Xbox, the only thing I've played is me and my partner have continued our sort of road to 100% of Lego Incredibles. Um, main story's done now. We're just getting through grinding, doing all the collectibles, doing all the side quests, doing all the races. I think we're about 60% through now. Um, she really wants to get the 100% on it, so that's what we're trying to do at the moment. It's not too bad. I think for a partner game, it's pretty good. Um, there is some weird stuff that's got like 2% um achievements on but i don't think it's too hard but yeah that's the that's the only xbox game nothing on game pass still i just can't bring myself to drag myself away from my playstation craig if i'm honest with you i hate i hate to say it because i know it upsets you when i say it but i do kind of prefer my playstation at the moment um other than that i am so close to the onrush platinum now i've got two of the three online trophies i needed last night so I've got one more online only trophy to get and then the finish everything in the single player online tro- uh, offline trophy and then it's done then I have the platinum, the 0.7% platinum so we're getting there with that um, and the only other game I've played on Playstation is a Chris Pengelly certified game of the year it came out and that is of course Foxyland 2 ah oh, nice which was actually a lot harder than I was expecting it to be Pengy, I'll be honest with you a lot harder than I was expecting it to be. It took me about two hours. I was like, well, I was expecting it. Pengo sold this to me as a 20-minute game, and it took me two hours. So, yeah. Who is the fool? Pengo's is a pro gamer, though. So. It's true. It was hard. It's a boss fight that's really hard. I had to look it up. I was like, what's mm. wrong with it? It's a Rattleika game. I'm looking it up. But, um, mm. Yeah, yes. you're talking about, uh, like, I haven't, like, bought, because I don't want to get the easy platinum, but, like, Save Room came out this, like, week on PS4, and they're like, I kind of want to play. I, so, it's actually a Rattleika game I actually kind of want to play, not just what's because of Ratana. Is that trophies and achievements have got so bad that Rattleika is nowhere near the basement anymore. Like no. the ones that so the, the I don't know if you I don't know if these are on Xbox. Craig might know, but on PlayStation there's there's a series that is like um, an animal and then a letter, right? So it's Chick C, and you just hold R one for ten seconds, you get the platinum. This week is Stroke the animal has come out this week, Craig. There was Stroke the tortoise stroke the dog stroke the hamster and it's like a black background like comic sans stroke the dog and then like a bad photoshop of a dog and, and you it's... got like the jumping burrito games yeah and stuff as which well, is obviously so. penguins series of the it's, it's got I horrendous it has got horrendous. i won the code for that okay but it's one of those things like it, it's not even like it's not even like like say Foxyland Two is an actual video game that a video game someone's actually made and you can play it beyond the the trophies like it's an actual game Right, it's an actual video game, and it's like these other ones are so bad now. 
Like, I think, honestly, I genuinely think that me and Pengi could sit here for, like, a 10-hour stream and get 100 Platinums easily now, each. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but they're not even trying to be a game. It's, it's, it's bizarre, isn't it? And I don't know why they, they're allowed on the store. Mm. Like, I get it. That it's a whole, like... Like, you've got to have some level of, like, control, haven't you? Yeah, um, I guess it's... They just don't want to... The money and the infrastructure uh, infrastructure to uh, regulate it. Yeah, which is which is frustrating, but it's one of those. But um, I will, I will never stoop that low. Don't worry. But yeah, no, I think that same room from Rattleyka is like I do kind of actually want to play that. So. Yeah, I think for me like so, Foxland Two is the last Rattleyka game I'm planning to play. I think it's the last one I own. Actually, I think there might be a Vita version of it which I'll play later, um, mm-hmm. like post fifty. But that takes me to forty six platinums now. So obviously, I want on Rush to ideally be forty seven. Uh, then probably a Wolf Among Us on Vita be 48. And I need to think of one more before I do Jedi Fallen Order. But um, the 50 for this year should be on. And then I think next year we're going to do... So we're probably not going to do the Backlog Challenge next year. We're gonna we're, just, we're spitballing this live on air, boys and girls. But probably not going to do the Backlog Challenge next year. So it just hasn't worked this year. So I think next year might be the Achievement Slash, slash Trophy Goals instead. Will we each like it a bit like yeah but nintendo don't have them well, that's we won't be into nintendo next year you'll have moved on you will have moved on um, to steam uh, or something next year Fire emblem engage is january yeah but chris how many games a year do you play kirby is in february how many games a year do you play hundreds so you're fine you'll be all right mate you'll figure it out but um yes yeah, so i will we'll probably do a like a achievement score we want to hit or a trophy score we want to hit or both so but we'll do that next year that's it's still 2022 let's not bother but yeah that's it for me um as for chris's talk about god of war i'm also planning to play the first god of war or god of war 2018 to get the platinum before i buy ragnarok and there is no way i can go back to 30 frames a second i don't know how you even do it to be honest with you because it's that, yeah, I was gonna that's say, at 60 you... on ps5 and it's unreal i noticed it really heavily in plague tale Requiem, and then obviously I mentioned Bayonetta's, and then obviously the, you know, I tried to play God of War in the performance mode, and it's like, oh no, the, I I can't be doing with the uncapped frame rate. I've seen a play on the thirty. Did you notice the frame like have an issue with the frame rate or anything with Playtale Cray being thirty? I didn't. It's noticeable, um, but because of the sort of game it is, it's not really an issue. But I do get what you mean with God of War with the sort of combat in that game. Like if um. If Plague Tale had God of War combat, then yeah, I think it would be pretty bad. Yeah. Um, because yeah, it's the frame rate obviously isn't sixty, and it's noticeably not sixty. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think because it's like it's not that sort of game, it kind of gets away with it a bit more. Um, yeah, because I was gonna say, even though I'd say that I've played things like Diofield on the Switch, which is thirty frames, but because I guess it's a top-down strategy yeah. game, I never yeah, took any quick. notice. Yeah, of, quick, I never yeah. took any notice of it. It's like, so it's tri- yeah, like tribal I... strategy is probably thirty, but you know, you're never gonna yeah. notice yeah. it on there. Yeah, I was gonna say I've played tons of. Yeah, there's gonna be like Pokemon's gonna run at like twelve frames a second in hell. Uh, I mean that's why I think people kick off about Gotham Knights so much because I mean I as, pl- as someone mm. who plays primarily on either a Series X or a PS5, I could mm. not imagine having to pick a 30 frames mode. Like I think it would be I don't, honestly I think mean, I'm so spoiled now that if I mm. tried I'd be like oh what is this crap like what is wrong with my TV what is wrong with the game like what is going mm. on because like mm. once you once you play those games like like I'm so excited to play Jedi Jedi Fallen Order again now I know it's going to be 60 like there's no way I could go back to playing that at 30 yeah. no way. And- yeah, and then it's like no, like 
there's no even way like around it because like I'm saying this like this uncap uh, frame like sort of mode on uh, God of War on the Pro, but the Pro doesn't have v um, VRR and obviously my TV doesn't have either, so it's not like there's even a fix like that way, for instance. Yeah, I mean it's yeah it's tough. I think when you finally re-upgrade to PS5, I don't think you'll be find it as easy to go back down um, yeah. to the pauper level. But anyway. Enough of that talk. Let's get to the topic of the show. Tots, 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 tots. tots. So, of course, uh, the Keeleys nominations were announced this week. Well, that's very earlier today, in fact. So, we're going to yes. go through them. So, Pengi, do you have a list? I, I have the uh, sort of list, and I believe Craig also has the list in front of him. Uh, I have a partial list for some reason. I don't know yeah. why. Okay, well, let's begin... At the beginning, Pengi. Let's obviously we've curated with you which ones we want to talk about. So let's start with the first one you want to talk about. Well, I, we scrapped all the esports um, one, so we and um, I'm working backwards. So we'll get to the big one at the end. So the first one would be most anticipated game for obviously I presume next year, but obviously some of these may even get delayed beyond that. So you got Final Fantasy 16, Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil 4 Remake, Starfield, and Tears of the Kingdom. Okay. Is up for these. So we'll talk about what we think should win, and then we'll talk about what will win. Is that a fair way to do it? Yeah, yeah. sure. I don't know who's keep. Is anyone going to keep score? So oh, right down. Do... Yeah. Okay. Okay. yeah especially... again if he has to. Yeah, I mean, I I, I kicked ass last year, so I, I want to, yeah. you know, yeah. defend yeah. my crown now. Okay. Well, as you kicked ass last year, Craig, you can go first. Um, I mean, this is basically the, the uh, Legend of Zelda award isn't it? at this point, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. Although. It's, when, when Chris was like Tears of the Kingdom, I'm so used to everyone just being like Breath of the Wild 2. I was like, what the, what the hell is he talking about? What's, what's Tears of the Kingdom? Um, but I mean, I, I think this is clear and obvious favourite. Um, I, yeah, I don't see anything else. Hogwarts Legacy has got no chance at all, has it? Starfield has got no chance. It, I mean, it's, it's Tears of the Kingdom. It's mm-hmm. obvious. It's got to be. Okay. Pengu? Uh, I voted obviously for Final Fantasy 16 because that's my most anticipated game, but it will be Tears of the Kingdom. God, so from I'm going to be, I'm you guys are sheep, so I'm going to be exciting here. So I would, I think it should be Starfield. Yeah, I mean, that, actually, no, Resident Evil Four would be mine out of this. I think but... it, sh- that's, I think what it should be Starfield, and I think it is going to be Starfield because I. I think there's more questions about it, so I think that adds to the anticipation. And I think, to be honest with you, I don't know. I just don't feel like people. Like, this sound. This is this is absolutely me screaming into an echo chamber. But I just don't feel like people get that excited for Switch stuff at the moment. You like, Switch, games, that, but... Switch games just seem to come out, yeah, review well, sell well, and then I don't hear about them ever again. You you say that, but obviously how the votes are weighted, ninety percent is jury, ten percent is public. So obviously the public could all go for Starfield, but obviously Breath of the Wild is the best game ever made, and all the jury will mostly go Tears of the Kingdom because it's the sequel to the best game ever. Maybe you know, I made. mean I think it depends who I think. Have we had the industry reset yet? Probably not. So you're probably right, but I'm just to be interesting. I'm going to say Starfield. Yeah. Okay, Pengi, next one. Right, I would skip the next one, Pengi, and go to yeah, Best Debut Indie. Uh, so Best Debut Indie, we have Neon White, uh, which is a bit weird because obviously Ben Esprito is be- was behind it, who did Donut 
County. So I don't really know that's how that's got in best. I'm guessing he's claiming he's Angel. renamed his studio or something. It's Angel as Matrix. As someone who knows people that work quite high up in independent games, mm. I know for a fact my friend that's released many video games that have done quite well has about 20 studios because they mm. every because that's how they get funding. They start a new yeah. studio, you get more funding. So yeah, anyway, carry on. Cool. Then you've got Norco, Stray, Tunic, and Vampire Survivors. Craig, go again. Go ahead. Yeah. This is a really hard one to pick from that, I feel. I mean, I don't think Vampire Survivors has any chance, or Norco. Um, I mean, in theory, Stray should win because, as we'll get to later, that's been nominated for bigger and higher up awards. Somehow. Yeah, somehow, which again we'll get to, I'm sure. So I'm, I feel like if you don't say stray, you're almost mugging yourself off. Um, it'd be nice to see like Tunic or Neon White win, but I, 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 I'll say stray. I'll be safe. Yeah. So I, I voted for Neon White, but I think it will be uh, stray out of these. Everyone loves that cat. So obviously, I haven't played any of these games because I'm not an absolute loser like you two. No, I haven't played any of them either, in fairness. I've wow. played two of them. That's not that is the ringing indictment, by the way, of how bad an indie nomination is. If Pengi's only played two of the five, um, yeah, I'm going to say Tunic. People love that fox. Mm. Yeah, I, I feel like yeah, it was, for me, it's either Stray or Tunic. I think you, you you could have something there, maybe Dave, but yeah, mm. it's a I, tough one to, to. I mean, it's, to pick it's that one. Nothing, not even real games, are they? So. I'm guessing we're skipping yes. content creator. Yes, yes. That is Pot of War that won that this year. So thank you, everyone, for your nominations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we'll go to Best Multiplayer then, oh. which is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Multiverse, Overwatch 2, Splatoon 3, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's an odd category. It, weirdly, I feel like the. The two that I've seen, like personally, people be most positive about is Multiverses, which definitely won't win, and mm. uh, Shredder's Revenge, which I probably won't win either. Mm. Um, I mean, a Call of Duty winning a, would be quite banter, but I can't imagine it's going to happen. Uh, I can't imagine Overwatch. I, I think it's going to be Splatoon Three, even though I feel like that game. I mean, I'm sure it's not died. I'm sure there's like. Millions of people in Japan playing it, but you know, even Pengis seems to have given up on that. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go Splatoon 3. Pengi, ah, uh, I got a feeling it'd be Overwatch 2. The right. first one did win Game of the Year, didn't it? When it came out, I believe. Yeah, and obviously, it's like, was it 35 million people have played Overwatch 2 and stuff? Again, that doesn't really affect here because it's so, the jury, so because so... it's just a it just uploaded our. Overwatch One saves. I've yeah. got thirty percent of the trophies in this game. Apparently, I've never played it. Ah, nice. Um, so yeah, I I don't like the, I don't know how the jury go, but I just multiverse. I'm just not sure. Can't see any of the others really doing it. Dave. Okay, well obviously I'm not a sheep, so I think it's all part of the conspiracy, boys. So I think all of the Sony ponies are going to vote for Call of Duty to win. So they can prove to the CMA that Call of Duty is essential to Sony, and thus Microsoft can't buy them. So I think so. COD will win because of it. Dave's got the tinfoil hat on, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> right, 
Next, we've got Best Sports and Racing, which has got F1 2022, FIFA 23, NBA 2K23, uh, Gran Turismo 7, and Oli Oli World. Again, this is actually really difficult because, like last year, this was really obvious. It's always going to be Forza. Um, mm-hmm. The obvious thing is just to say Gran Turismo because, like you know, like Dave said, you know, the ponies. But I feel like if Gran Turismo, when Gran Turismo first came out, everyone was quite positive about it. But as that game's kind of gone on, it seems to be more and more negative. Mm. So I feel like it could not end up being Gran Turismo. I, I can't see F1, FIFA. I can weirdly see it ending up being Oli Oli World, um, which is bizarre because I, I feel like not a lot of people have played it. But I feel like people are just going to pick that to kind of be different. Uh, you know, I can't imagine the sort of people who log in to vote on the Game Awards probably aren't going to vote for like FIFA. I can't, I can't see that happening at all. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go Oli Oli World. Well, clearly this is wrong because Football Manager 2023 is not here, mm. and F1 football and an F1 manager. Would that be on Sim though? Might be, could be yeah, on they Sim might boys. be in the Sim. I, I don't know, but I'm also going to think it's the same as Craig because again, the public votes only ten percent. So even if like you're saying like people not logging in, but I'm thinking let's say everyone votes comes in, logs in, and votes for FIFA. That's only ten percent of the vote, and I can't see. Like the IGNs and stuff, really voting for FIFA. So I'm going to go for Oli Oli World. Okay. So I think it will be Gran Turismo because they've everyone, all the reviewers gave it what they give it like 87. So they have mm, to back yes. up their own thing, right? So oh, so... I don't know, David. You remember last year before? Mm. So that's not yeah. No, don't. So that was what my that's what my brain tells me. My heart tells me that it's going to be FIFA this year. Because a lot more Americans have been talking about FIFA this year because of Ted Lasso. And I feel like FIFA, if you don't play it every year, if you play it every three years, it's quite a great game. So I'm going to go with FIFA. It's also, it's the last, it'd be the last FIFA 23 by EA, wouldn't it? Yeah, because it becomes EA Sports Sports Football. With um, Mm. the women's leagues and all that good stuff. Mm. Interesting. I like it then we come to best sim and strategy, which is no um, F1 or Football Manager, because the ones up here is June Spice Wars, Mario Rabbit Spars of Hopes, Total Warhammer 3, Two Point Counters, and Victoria 3. How is Mario Rabbids a simulation game? Because well, it's I guess strategy slash strategy. strategy you know? Okay, I was going to say, because it's not, unless you're simulating being Mario in a rabbit's world, <laughs> then every game could be a simulation game, can't it? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I think it's between two. I think it's either going to be Total War or Two Point Campus. Um, obviously, both reviewed very well. Um, I mean, Total War came out right at the start of the year, I think. Uh, so that could come against it because obviously people might have forgotten about it. But I feel like that game reviewed like ridiculously well. I think Dave had that in fantasy and it got him a lot of points, if I remember yes. correctly. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go what I think is the safest option and go for War Hammer Free Total War. I've said that backwards just to be, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it. I think it also be Total Warhammer uh, Free. Obviously, it's been a good year for Sega because two of those mm-hmm. games, Sega games, obviously they also did for. Warhammer. I think this is the Sega um, category, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> so for Maybe. me, uh, I'm going to pick the winner. Which will be two point campus. Nice. 
But anyway, we're thinking Sega taking it home there. Sega is the best publisher. Fact. Yes. And then we get to the best family, a.k.a. best Nintendo game. Well, you say that, Chris. Yeah, because available... Last year, it was uh, It Takes Two, wasn't it? It Yeah. yeah. And here is Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, Mario and Rabbids Bots of Hope, Nintendo Switch Sports, and Splatoon 3. So, there's no way Nintendo Switch Sports wins this. I cannot cannot see that happening. Or Sparks of Hope. I don't think Splatoon 3. I think it's between Kirby and Lego Star Wars, personally. Um, I think this is, is this the only award that Kirby's in for. I believe it is. That might help it. Uh, but I'm going to go for Lego Star Wars. I thought that was quite a big, highly anticipated game, and it delivered pretty well from the sound of it i've not played i still want to go back and play it but those lego games just they're never ending as davis you know dave's finding out now i'm sure <laughs> um but yeah i'm gonna go lego star wars because i feel like they they did enough they actually changed it quite a bit didn't they so it's mm. probably if there's a there's a time for a lego game to win this it's probably that one nice okay. well, i personally voted for kirby and the forgotten uh lads but i think it would actually be splatoon 3 well, I think it's going to be a Nintendo game. Um, again, the heart probably says Sparks of Hope because the, the industry really like that studio mm. and they love that story. But I think people will remember that they played Kirby and it will be Kirby. Interesting. I think that's the first one we've all gone different on. Well, I'm not a sheep like you two, so I've been different every time. But carry on. Yeah. Then we get to best fighting game, which has got DNS Duel <laughs> in it, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All Star Battle R, King of Fighters 15, Multiverse, and some weirdly Sifu. Yeah, that's um, that's that's an interesting category right there, isn't it? Yeah, because the other <laughs> four, yeah, you, I, I I fight you're fighting games. And then you got Sifu in here. Like, Which you do okay. fighting in. So You do do fighting <laughs> oh, in, you know? but you do fighting in lo- lots of things. So, yeah. I mean, I feel like if this was just some, but like people like people have played and like talked about, I'd say Sifu, but I, I feel like people won't vote for it because they'll be similar to us and be like, doesn't really belong there. Which leaves you with the other four. Like, this could literally just be me closing my eyes, I feel, and just pointing at something. I don't, actually, I don't think DNF Jewel will win it. I don't. God, it could it be King of Fighters? That game spited me before because I counterpicked it and it did better than I thought it was going to be. I'm going to go for King of Fighters just because that game's already spited me. And if I don't pick it and it wins, I'll be annoyed. Mm. Well, I'm going for Sifu, even though it makes no sense being here. But I also think that's why it's most probably here because they most wanted to get Sifu in some way, want to give it an award some way, and this is the award they're going to give it. So. Sifu. Obviously, I'm going to go for multiverses. That's sponsorship money, buddy. That's sponsorship money. Jules most probably the best. That's the best game. Yeah. Best, best game, game there, but it won't. No, 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 no. Yeah. Not unless you weebs are there, Craig. Looking at you. Yeah. Then we get to the almost Nintendo category. It's best RPG, which has Elden Ring in it. Live Live, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Triangle Strategy, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. So I have four. It's and cute Switch that you console... read out every single Cons... game when you should have just read the first one out. Uh, yeah. 
Um, yeah, I, I, I'm going to say this now. If if Pokemon Legends Arceus wins this, then yeah. uh, fuck this podcast. I'm we're doing something else, boys. You're buying <laughs> still. If, if Pokemon Legends wins this, you're selling your Xbox and buying a PS5. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, Triangle Strategy should win this because it's a great game. Also, Triangle Triangle Strategy wasn't in best strategy game. No, I know. It makes no, no sense. No, it's not but, clear. Yeah. It's not clear what. Um, type of game it is from the name is it so I, I, yeah. that's that's only just hit me that that's that's insane that's absolutely insane yeah. um i mean it's, it's going to be Elden ring and it? that's you know it's, it's not sugarcoat it so yeah i'll go Elden ring uh, i will also go Elden ring but i vote for xenoblade chronicles 3 and it will be oh, a full shit. house i will also go out ring yeah then we get to bass the best action adventure which has a plague tale requiem god of war ragnarok Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Tunic in it. Craigie? Right. So, let, I mean, it, it, there's an obvious winner here, I feel. Um, mm-hmm. And it's obviously Stray, right, boys? Yeah, I'm watching no. the most action-adventure game of the year, Stray. Yeah, I, yeah, a lot of action in that game, I'd imagine. So much um, <laughs> I mean, it's not going to be Stray, it's not going to be Tunic. Um... I'd love to say Playtale, but it's not going to be that, is it? It's going to be God of War Ragnarok. Uh, yeah, it's God of War Ragnarok. just want to pull one out yet again to the Paul Horizon team that keep making games that come out the same year as the best ever games ever that are similar. Mm. So let's pull one out for them, but it will be God of War. Yeah. Then we get to best action game, which is Bayonetta 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Neon White, Seafew is here again, the category it makes sense for, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Treasure's Revenge. Craigie. So, the weird thing about this... Yeah. So, Dave, the... The explanation for this, best action game. For the best game in the action genre, focus primarily on combat. Obviously, that's Call of Duty, isn't it? That's what you've just described. Surely that's Elden Ring if it's going to be nominated Maybe for everything else. Le- we've, I think we have this discussion every year. Surely. They haven't got a clue what they're doing, have they? With naming I don't understand the... how that can be... It's, it's an RPG, but then Seafood's also somehow a fighting game. Exactly. If it can, if Seafood can be in two... And what's the difference I... between action and action-adventure? Uh, well, I guess Action Adventure, you said something about like puzzles and traversal and stuff like that, where I guess these you just like call you, you go forward, you shoot things. Uh, yeah. Life's a I, puzzle, I, I, I kind of get that. I just, I, the fact that Elden Ring's not in this is mm. crazy. Obviously, I don't care because I've not played it. I'll never play it. Um, I think. I believe this is the only award that Bayonet is in for, um, and they're going to want to give Bayonet an A award. So I feel like it's fairly safe to say that Bayonet will win this. I voted for personally Bayonet three, and it will be Bayonet three. Davy, I think it will be Shredder's Revenge. Keeps getting nominated by someone, so mm. yeah. Uh, next is best VR, which I guess you want to skip. Yeah, fuck that. Moss will win, and that's what. Uh, so there you go. And then we got accessibility, which I guess you also want to skip. Yeah. Um, with God of War, we'll mostly win that. 
to be honest. Because even when you, as soon as you turn the game on, it comes up with like, what accessibility options do you want? And it has, and it comes up with like three menus with tons of different options and stuff like that. And like, I have no idea what Return of the Monkey Island's got. And I played the quarry, and I can't tell you what that's got. But God of War, I can tell you, there's tons of stuff in it. So, best community support we skip as well. Best yeah. mobile game we skip. There we go. Best indie. Next one we do. Best indie. So you've got Cult of the Lamb, Did Neon White. Best indie earlier? That was best, best debut indie. indie. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, so you got Cult of the Lamb, Neon White, Sifu, Stray, and Tunic. Craigie. So, I mean, I've already moaned to the boys about this. But how on earth Immortality is not nominated for this is just madness. I'm almost tempted to say Immortality out of protest. Because it's just insane. That's you know when it. they have the player's voice one, you're just going to have to put immortality in that. Oh, it's, it's just, you remember the like, Halo Infinite one player's voice? You yeah. remember doing like the beta or whatever at the time. Yeah, I, I don't understand. It, it reviewed well, it's amazing, and yeah, yeah, nothing. Um, so using my logic from earlier, I should say stray, right, boys? That's what mm. I should say. Um, because if it's nominated for Game of the year, and it's nominated for this. In theory, it should win this. I'm going to say Cult of the Lambo. Uh, I feel like that game had the biggest kind of splash, and people talked about it for longer and more. Things like Neon White kind of came and went. You know, even even a Nintendo diehard, Penky, only briefly spoke about that. Mm. Sort of the same with Tunic. So I'm, I'm going to go with Cult of the Lamb. I personally voted for Neon White, but it will be Stray. Okay, I'm going to go for the only game that I have got on pre-order right now, and that is Call of the Lamb. Nice. Uh, I guess skip besting ongoing. Yes, please. Yeah. Games for Impact. Yeah, it's Craig's favourite uh, award. <laughs> so Hell we, yeah. So we have uh, here a Memoir Blue, a Dust Falls, Citizen Sleeper, Ending Extinction is Forever, Hindsight, and I was a teenish exocolonist. I feel like this is similar to last year, but I hadn't even heard of like some of these games. Mm. I have no idea what Citizen Sleeper, Ending Extinction the, is Forever, or I was a teenage. Uh, Citizen Sleeper is on the game pass and i think i think i can't remember but like one of the, like the so like slightly big sites like loved it when it came out and um, i feel it's a bit like is it that faster than light game ftl or something like that where you got the ship and you've got like yeah yeah so yeah anyway. I mean, there's there's not a lot here that i'd even heard of i mean a memoir blue getting a nomination uh, it's interesting. I would say it's a bad game, but you know, it's, it, I'm not sure it's a game that should be getting nominated for a Game of the Year award. Um, I'm going to go for... I mean, I don't know what Asdust Falls does for Games for Impact. No, I don't really know what the criteria is, in all honesty. I'm going to go for Asdust Falls, just because I feel like it's the most gamey game there. Um, and it is a good game. Um, it you know, it probably does deserve some sort of award or nomination. So yeah, as the schools. So this year, I've normally played like most of the games in this award. Like last year, I played Life of Strange, True Colors, and I played um, No Home or whatever it was uh, called. Um, but this year, I've only actually played two of them. 
and that's a memoir blue and the dust falls and i so i voted for a memoir blue um but i honestly think it might actually be endling extinctionist forever that might win this so i actually don't care if it costs me the win i'm abstaining mm. from voting for this because it shouldn't be a category what are these games a memoir blue isn't it like a 10 minute fucking platinum or some crap like oh, it's about an hour long and it's yeah, yeah it's quite an easy it's uh, all crap platinum. it's all rubbish don't it's believe not, it's not bad, but yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you said. I, I, the, the thing is, I obviously I've played Memoir Blue and it's just thought I the, the I've Citizen's Deeper I have no interest in playing. But the other three ending extinction, hindsight and I was a teenage ex economist I would like to play, but I remember when hindsight dropped on Switch, it's a Switch like console exclusive for another part. It's like twenty quid and I think I'm I was a teenage Exes saw that was like twenty five quid on Steam. Ending Extinction has got a physical version now, and I think it's like thirty pounds. It doesn't so. justify it at all. Like yeah. we'll go with Dustfalls. Physical... We'll go with Dustfalls because it's on Game Pass. There you go. Mm. Right, okay, I'm changing. You. I put Void, but I'll put you as Dustfalls. Yeah, it's on Game Pass, so whatever. I think it's the biggest game there, and I know quite a few people like it. So yeah, it's trying let's, to be a game as well. Let's move on to real categories about real games. Then we got best performance. So uh, we said real Ash... category here. What's... So <laughs> we have Ashley Birch for Horizon Forbidden uh, for West. We have Charlotte McBurney for A Playtale Requiem. Christopher Judge for God of War Ragnarok. Uh, Manon Cage for Immortality. And Sonny Shulik for God of War Ragnarok as well. I'm just disappointed Great. straight away that the names are quite tame because I feel like last year Chris had an absolute uh, wobbly trying to pronounce all the names that were in there. So I feel like there's a lot of French names in there last year. Mm. Um, I mean, last year, um, uh, Maggie was... Robson won, didn't she, for um, Lady Demetrius? Yeah, even though that's probably not like you know, it's probably more the character than the performance mm. of that, which maybe no. should. <laughs> you don't say. Maybe should kind of sway our votes here. However, yeah. I'm voting from the girl from Immortality just because she's brilliant in that. And yeah. uh, given the sort of game that is, uh, it deserves definitely um, to be the performance because, yeah, you can tell a lot of effort uh, went into that. So, yeah, I'll go for Manon Gage. Yeah, I like when before these come out, I thought, oh, this is going to be a two horse race between Christopher Judge and Ashley Birch. And then when he had sort of five, I thought, oh, actually, this is um, quite a hard one to pick. I went for Ashley Birch, like um, for um, Aloy and Horizon, but I think Craig was right. The woman from Immortality will win. This will be the you know the award that game gets. So, am I, wait a minute, am I putting Ashley Birch or Manon no, you're, Cage? You're putting Manon Cage. Okay. Now, obviously, I was disappointed to find that the cat from Stray was not in this. That's That was the performance <laughs> I would have voted for. Um, or Riley <laughs> from Call of Duty Ghosts, um, the dog. <laughs> but, um, so instead. <laughs> the cat should have been nominated because that cat did. Like, isn't, I don't you know, know the mocap that cat did. Mo it's a real mm. powerhouse in the industry. So, I'm going to go with Christopher Judge because he's got a good voice. Hmm. Then we get to best audio design, which is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Grand Tourism 7, Horizon Forbidden West. Craigie? Okay. Again, this was one that last year I think was really obvious because Forza was nominated, and I'm pretty sure it won. Um, I, I can't imagine it's going to be Grand Turismo. I can't imagine it's going to be Call of Duty. 
I... But those guns sound so good. Do they? Do they sound good? I don't um, know. No, I don't. <laughs> this is just a toss-up, isn't it? I, I, I've not heard anyone be like, oh, God, the sound the sound design in, in any of these games is just incredible. Um, I'm going to say God of War Ragnarok, just because, you know, I, I don't think it's going to win the big one. Uh, spoiler alert, but, um, you know, they might want to give it some other stuff. So, yeah, I'll go God of War. Uh, I voted personally, and I'm going for God of War in this. Well, I was sad David. to see that Just Dance 23 didn't make the cut. Would have been the one I went for, so I'll go with God of War. Mm. You can see Just Dance 23 is a digital-only title. Well, what a know, shame. You would have bought it otherwise. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm, no. They've yeah. lost money there. Lost sales. Mm. Then we get to best score and music, which we have A Playtale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> because this is, actually, this is that sound design, so like I said, about the gun and the cars going brum brum. This is, you know, actual music. Metal Hellsinger and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. So what should happen here is Metal Hellsinger should win this because that entire game is built around the music in it and they've gone to quite a lot of lengths of getting quite a lot of like big name... Uh, metal singers involved in that um mm. and like i said the whole game is built around the better you do the more of the song plays so that's what should win mm. but what but will win? i'm gonna assume that xenoblade has some trendy japanese composer who no one can even say their name and if we know games journalism they're gonna go for a trendy japanese composer but I'm going to go for Metal Housinger just because I feel like strongly enough that that should win, even though I've not played it. But I just feel like the uh, the lengths they went to there mm. deserves an award. No, I'm Game Pass. It is, yeah. I want to go back yeah. and play it, but there's just too much coming out on Game Pass at the moment. It's just, you know, it's, it's hard yeah. to keep up, I guess. Yeah, sure. Well, I personally voted for Xenoblade Chronicles 3 because the because soundtrack it... is absolutely fantastic on that. A trendy and... Japanese composer. <laughs> right. And God of War Ragnarok, I, could, I played 14 hours off. I could not really tell you of, like, any great, like, music, you know, in that game. And same with Playtale Requiem from what I played. And obviously, I've not played Iron Ring and I've not played Metal Hell. I'm really disappointed um, uh, Bayonetta is not up it on here because Bayonetta has some great tracks but yeah Xenoblade Chronicles 3 it'll be Metal Hellsinger mm. then we get to best art direction so we have Elden Ring God of War Ragnarok Horizon Forbidden West Scorn and then Stray I love that they've nominated Scorn for this just just I'm, just, I'm so surprised that that's in there. Um, I'm surprised that I, I feel like Plague Tales should have been in this. Um, mm. That's a very pretty game. Um, I feel like it probably has ever been it more than like Scorn or Stray, personally. Mm. I mean, uh, in terms of art, um, I mean, God of War and Horizon probably are the best like graphical games, I'd imagine. But everyone likes that kind of like dark gothic elden ring i don't even know what the, what's the guy called that makes these games is it, is um, it, is it, is it me, me and cassie uh it's miyazaki um everyone loves this kind of weird gothic thing don't they so i'm gonna get elden ring uh personally i voted for god of war ragnarok but i actually do think it will be scorn i think it will be god of war 
pretty good. Then we got Best Narrative, which is Playtale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, and Immortality. Craigie. So, I mean, what has I've the not best heard, story? Yeah, I've not heard a lot of people saying, um, you know, Elden Ring has a lot of narrative development in a game, um, which is what it says here for the category. Mm. But the mm -hmm. narrative of uh, the Souls games is told by, you know, through the game's, you know, atmosphere and bosses and, you know, lore you pick up and all that. And obviously this is done by um, uh, um, Game of Thrones guy. Yeah. Although, I mean, his, I don't know how involved he really was or if he was just a, uh, you know, just there as a name. Um, I mean, the, the narrative in the Plague Tale is very good. Um but people love this God of War story with the the sun, don't they? They really like that. I mean, Immortality should win. I'm going to go Immortality just because it should win it. God of War will win it, but Immortality should win it, so I'm going to say that. I personally went for God of War Ragnarok, and I think it will be God of War Ragnarok. God of War Ragnarok. Then we got Best Game Direction. So we have Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Immortality, and Stray. So, so I'm trying to write and keep up here. It's a, it's a lot. Um, best Game Direction, out awarded for Outstanding Creative Vision and Innovation in Game Direction and Design. Mm. So this is, well, I don't think he actually was director, but this is obviously where Corey Barlog would come up and get his award for God of War, for instance. Yeah, Cassie would come up for his Elden Ring one. Did Deathloop win this last year? I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm guessing, you know, it's all about doing something different. Does Elden Ring do anything different? I don't know. God of War, you've already said Pengit doesn't. Horizon didn't. Immortality kind of does, I guess. Stray, I mean, I, I don't know what the creative vision and innovation is in Stray other than you're a cat. I really, I'm really not sure how or why that's there. Um, I mean, I'm going to go for Elden Ring. It, I, I feel like Immortality should just because it actually does something different um, in a way that I think like 12 minutes, I believe, was nominated for this last year, and that did something different. But I'm going to go Elden Ring just to be safe. Oh, um, well, I voted for God of War, but I actually think it might be Immortality because they can get Sam Barlow up on stage. It'll be Elden Ring. Well, what and then what the, did you yeah, actually say, Pengi? So what was your actual vote, sorry? I voted, yeah. Um, so Immortality, I'm oh, thinking. Okay. Yeah. Um, again, I guess with Dave, they could get me and Cassie up on the stage with Jeff. Jeff will love that, won't he? Yeah. So, Especially yeah. if you what keep was... pronouncing his name. What mm. was Dave? Sorry, Elden Ring. Yeah. 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 Then we got the final category, Game of the Year. This has got a Playtale Requiem, Elden Ring, Gone of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Right, so it's between two, isn't it? It's between um, two, and those two are a Playtale and Stray, obviously. Um, it's, 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 it's about whether you like rats or cats, really, isn't it? That's all it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, it's obviously going to be either Elden Ring or God of War. I feel like Elden Ring because the people that love those games are like they they're obsessed with those things, aren't they? They they do anything to vote for those games. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'll go Elden Ring. 
Uh, I think it also will be Elden Ring. God, it's it's a terrible choice, isn't it? Because it is going to be one of the two. So, I mean, I suspect... I mean, it's going to be Elden Ring, isn't it? Right? Yeah. It's got to be Elden Ring, so Elden Ring. I'm pretty sure we all got this wrong last year. Yeah, because it's take two one last year. Yeah, and no, I'm sure none of us had that. So no, I can't remember what what was nominated last. I yeah, I know Deathloop was because I think I went for Deathloop because I thought they'd be like different and weird. Obviously mm. not. No, although well, they were well, it takes two. I suppose it's different and weird, isn't it? This is where Stray wins now, boys. What what a moment that would be. It's just anything that isn't an Xbox game, right? That's that's their rules. Yeah. Um, but yeah. By that logic, God of War. <laughs> Nah, but I think it will be. Uh, I think God of War and Horizon they get may split the sort of votes. I think Stray's only there because mostly A to make up the numbers, so they have six, and it's like even though it hasn't won best indie game yet, but it's mostly there as the in the you know the indie representative you know in this category, and they got to give Nintendo something, so you get Xenoblade Chronicles uh, free here. But yeah, it's between it, Elden Ring and God of War. And I think God of War, War in, you know, the narrative or whatever, and then the Elden Ring wins the big one, so. Well, that, that is the, the Game Awards awards. Obviously, it's not the ones that matter. The ones that matter, of course, are the Pod of War Game of Year awards, which we'll do at the mm. end of the year instead of not quite the end of the year. So there's still games yeah. that have got to come out, haven't there, right, Pengi? So And you'll still have, obviously, all the trailers and stuff where, you know, Kojima come out on stage yeah. and show Death Stranding so 2. Basically, the only reason that people watch that show is uh, for game announcements. and We'll get a date for Final Fantasy 16 because it's going to get dated sometime this we'll year. The Forza Horizon DLC. DLC shown. I'm just trying to think. I'm just thinking if Nintendo will show anything. So I suppose right. The last thing we'll predict then, because this is the Hail Mary. This is uh, this is what I like to call two points. This is what this prediction is called because you got to pull out of nowhere. Craig, predict something. Predict a trailer. Predict a trailer. Yeah, for two extra points. Get one prediction for two extra points. Does it? Does it? So can it be something that's announced? If it's announced, it, sure. it can only be something that's announced that doesn't have a date, and thus oh, I mean... a date. So if you're going to be like, you can't be like, oh, it's there's going to be a trailer for uh, Resident Evil Four remake because we know that's going to be a trailer. Okay, fine. I won't say trailer. Announcement. Oh, announcement. okay. I don't say. I, I would imagine. Um, Thank you. Would go cheap. Hellblade will be shown because that's been shown the last two, and then. Yeah. So, um, so I can't say I can't say Hellblade. Has been announced. If you want to say Hellblade with a date, then that by all means. No, I won't get a date. I won't get a date. What about if it's I say twenty twenty three? No, I think it'll be twenty twenty three. If you want to be that brave, go ahead. I'll just do it. Like uh, you put you put me on the spot there. I can't make it. I'll just say Hellblade uh, twenty twenty three. Chris Pengelly. We will get Spider Man True trailer. With a date. That's not a... Yeah, you, you can. can. only say it if you, you say it with a concrete date. And it's already... They've already said 2023, yeah, so, so you can't just say 2023. A concrete date. With a... Not a window. A date. Oh, September 2023. Oh, I love it, Penge. So uh, my prediction is very left-field. Because I've already said about, like, dash running and stuff. 
which I think that's the most obvious thing ever because all Kojima's teasers and how Jeff loves Kojima, so. So I'm torn between two decisions here. I either think that we are going to get Perfect Dark reannounced, or mm-hmm. we're going to get the Initiatives game. Well, they're doing Perfect Dark, aren't they? They're doing another game, aren't they? I believe, aren't they doing two games? Oh, I thought they were only doing Perfect Dark. Then I'm going to say Perfect Dark. It's re-announced. I don't believe it was announced with anything other than a teaser last time, correct? It was no. that little bit of trailer and it was like, oh, what's this? And it's like, oh, it's, there's Joanna Dark on the top of the building. So it's yeah. going to get re-announced and it mm. will have at least 2023 on the trailer. Because we have heard nothing since. If we're going to push yeah. it for a date, I will say November 23. No, I was going to say, the last we heard was like all the stuff that Crystal Dynamics has brought in, wasn't there? Yeah. To help so I think it. it will be re-announced. I think... I honestly think Xbox will announce one game. It's either going to be Fable or it's going to be Perfect Dark, I think. Mm. Or, and this is the third, this isn't, so I'm going for Perfect Dark, Craig, write that down. The other left field thought I had was a Gears of War announcement to go with the TV show and basically do what Sony's done. I'd be like, ha, we can do this shit too. Welcome to the Marcus Venus collection. But I think it will be Perfect Dark. Hmm. Solid. I think it. I've, I can't see it, but I like. I like the. I like the thought that day. Got a dream in you. Mm. Got a dream. So that's our show. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. This week we will do. We'll be back with a more sort of regular show next week. I think it will be the PlayStation versus Series Sex two-year chats. We will do that, and obviously at the end of the year we will do our own awards. But yeah, let us know what you think. Let us know what you think is going to win and what announcements you think could happen in the comics below. And we will see you next week. Bye.